You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning winning drive. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back to the Winning Draft Podcast. I am your girl, Rita, the NFL chick, with my guy, Cordell Woodland of 105.7 The Fan. And Cordell, oh, it is the song that doesn't end. And it goes on and on, my friend. And by that, I mean the Ravens-Lamar Jackson contract saga. It continues and just continues and just continues. And so last week, we had Stephen A. Smith go on first take and say that someone in Lamar's camp reached out to him, said that he didn't request a fully guaranteed deal, which I had said on this podcast before. I had said that it was rumored that he did not ask for a fully guaranteed deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so allegedly they went and to and and got their side of the story out to Stephen A. Smith, and he reported that on his show. And then on Monday, Mike Florio goes on Chris Sims' podcast to talk about the contract situation, to talk about what the NFLPA is putting out there and how they appear to be purposely trying to leave out important information so they can kind of move the goalposts a little bit and and receive maybe some sympathy possibly from um, NFL fans and Ravens fans regarding the Lamar situation. This is what he had to say. Till we see the whole contract and and let's just put out the whole contract NFLPA Instead of calling Mort or Ryan Clark or Stephen A. Smith and saying, oh, they only gave him $133 million guaranteed. They're really trying to screw this guy. Put everything out there for a full analysis. I'm happy to do the full analysis and explain to everyone what it is and let the people decide whether or not Lamar Jackson should have taken it. I got a feeling, Chris, if everything was out there, at a time when we can't agree on anything, the vast majority of people would say, oh, Lamar, oh, Lamar, you better hope they put that back on the table this year. Because, frankly, after last year, I'm not 100% sure that offer is going to come back uh, I, if it's what I think it was. So according to Lamar himself, Cordell, we heard, we heard him say that the contract that was offered for him had a guarantee between $160 million and $180 million, which was consistent with reports that he came out and said that the Ravens offered him something similar to a Kyler Murray contract, probably a little bit more money, but somewhere in the area so you can have an understanding. What keeps going around is the concept of the total guarantees versus the fully guarantees. And what Stephen A. Smith said on his show last week was contradicting of what Mike Florio came out and said, which was 
Somebody is purposely giving this $133 million number because it looks a certain way, but that is not the total guarantee. That allegedly was, you know, the fully guarantee, but the total guarantee which was much higher than that, which again was, a, a, according to Lamar, was somewhere in the realm of 160 to $180 million, right? Mm -hmm. So it seems as though someone is purposely putting out inaccurate information so they can look a certain way um, in terms of like potentially the Ravens lowballing Lamar Jackson. Right. Um, and Florio has said numerous times, if that's not the case, because the NFLPA, because we know that he's been they've been working with Lamar, they can actually put out what was offered, mm -hmm. but they're not. They're not doing that. And so if you want to, you know, put all of this to bed, you could absolutely say this is what was offered for him. This is what, you know, he requested. All we're getting is, no, this is not what happened. No, this is what is not is going right. on. Nobody's giving us any, you know, specific information. So when you see Florio speak on that, what did you think? in regards to where this whole situation has gone from um, a contract perspective and also the media perspective and how it's being reported and what information is giving out. It's all going according to plan, you know, and honestly, I, I felt, I, I think I said it on the last episode that this is going to get uglier. It, the, this entire process is going to get uglier. It's going to be dragged out. The, throughout the course of the entire offseason. And we're going to hear stories coming out of every angle uh, about every situation. And now you, you, we went from hearing duplicate stories to now we're hearing conflicting stories. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I just think that this is what you get when you have a high-profile player that doesn't have necessarily any representation and – you know, uh, before we went from not hearing really anything from Lamar's camp and in a span of like a week and a half, <laughs> it's, it's like somebody gave whoever a mic and now like, <laughs> or uh, a telephone. You're right. You know, it's like LeVar Ball going on his ESPN tour. It's like all for for a string of a couple of days, all you kept hearing were from Lamar's camp. I'm here, like, when is when was this a thing? When right. when was Lamar's camp just you know the vocal one? So, I, I you know like Florio said, I do agree with him in the sense that we're getting incomplete information. We're getting one thing, and we're not getting the full story to really be able to understand fully what's all going on, what types of offers are really being put in place uh, in, in front of Lamar, what types of offers. Are Le is Lamar really looking for? Everybody's been under this impression of he wants a fully guaranteed deal. And like you said, you said it on this show. You know, I've said it on my show. And I feel like I've heard Lamar himself say, you know, maybe not to the extent that he's not looking for a fully guaranteed deal. But he has said that, you know, I'm not Deshaun Watson. Just I'm not necessarily looking uh, at letting his situation dictate what I'm looking for. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that Watson's situation didn't have any impact on what Lamar's looking for because right. it's the market. It affects the market. Of course, it has an impact on what he's looking for. But that's not to say that he believes or, or that he's necessarily stuck on a fully guaranteed deal. I think that that's kind of been a shield that people have kind of hid behind for so long because it kind of simplifies uh, it, it allows people to pick a side 
easier. You know, if if Lamar is asking for something that outlandish, then it makes people that don't want him here to kind of be like, oh, well, see, I definitely, you know, who's paying him that kind of, it makes the debate easier. But when you figure out that, okay, that's not what he's looking for, what exactly is it that he's looking for? It becomes a little more complex. And I think now I, I'm starting to, you know, question how, how much does Lamar want to be in Baltimore? And I'm not saying that he's right or wrong in a sense of what, you know, what either side, I just truly would like to know, like how important is it to him to remain in Baltimore? I think time will tell once some of these other quarterbacks start getting their deals this offseason. I think we'll start to see how how much LeBron how much Lamar really wants to remain in Baltimore, um, and considering some of these guys, obviously nobody the fully guaranteed thing I think should start going to bed soon. But they're going to that what they get guys like Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts more importantly, um, what they get is going to dictate I think where Lamar kind of falls in place at. So um, if if they are able to come to an agreement. The way it looks right now, honestly, that would be a shock to me. It, it just seems like this thing is getting messier by the day. Yeah, and I, I don't, you know, look, money is a great this neutralizer out there, and I, so I don't want to sit here and say like, you know, they can't come to terms. We've seen lots of players get into it with, you know, the teams that they were with because they wanted new deals, and you know, we see, you know, Debo Samuel just a year ago, we we saw those types of things happen, but then like, you know once the money gets offered and it's the money that you 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 will take changes everything you know what i mean so i don't want to sit here and say that it, it's a separate relationship but it does feel like the bridge is slowly burning day by day the more that the days go by the more that the bridge is slowly just taking a burn you know what mm-hmm. i mean and so um you had mentioned this to me and i want to bring this up to the podcast Um, Joel Corey, who writes for CBS Sports, um, talked to an agent and made a suggestion about the contract in which that Lamar Jackson should try to go after. Now, one of the things that we had heard previously um, that was rumored, obviously, because nobody's saying anything, but one of the rumors, Cordell, that was being said was that the Ravens wanted a longer deal in terms of five years and that the um, Lamar's camp wanted a shorter deal, um, three years or so on. So, you know, so they can renegotiate, which honestly, quarterback deals probably should be three year deals because the market resets itself so often. Um, but you know, obviously you can understand why teams don't want to commit to that. Right. Cause they don't want to reset the market. Mm-hmm. So, um, the person who talked to Corey suggested this four years, uh, the average salary would be 52.5 million. The total would be 210 million overall contract guarantees is 170. The fully guarantee at 150. Cause remember, those are two different things. Okay. The overall guarantee and the fully guarantee are two different things. So um, obviously this shortens it, shortens the deal to, to you know, from five years to, to four, um, gets about $170 million in total guarantees. Um, and so the signing bonus, he'd get $85 million, you know, straight off the, off the, mm-hmm. the signing block. Um, I think this is a good deal. I mean, if you're averaging $52 million, over $52 million a year, you're going to be, you're easily one of the highest paid quarterbacks he, in the national He would football. be the highest paid. Okay. 
I mean, and I say that because obviously we still don't know what's going to happen with Burrow right, and those other right, guys. Right. So, but but I mean, as of right now, you're clearly the front runner for the highest, mm-hmm. you know, paid quarterback in the National Football League. Um, it allows you to not, you know, hold Lamar captive for you know a long term contract. Um, you know, because like you said, like we've seen, we've seen lots of guys get like five year deals, quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. We know Patrick Mahomes got like a 10 year deal and right. that's, that's, you know, what it is, but that'll be restructured at some yeah, point. It's a fluid contract. Future. I think that's the right. part that people keep forgetting that they can, they can add more money to the right. contract. Um, so the terms that we hear about it doesn't necessarily reflect what he could actually get, but. You know, people, you know, if when it fits the narrative that you're trying right. to force, it's language gonna... and it's a lot of language in these contracts. I think right. that people don't really grasp fully. They see the number that shows up on the bottom line, what's there on you yep. know on ESPN and stuff, and that's it. That's so it. When you look at this contract, Cordell, this suggestion, um, do you, I, I mean I think this is a good contract. I, I, I like it. Um I mean, because in terms of, yes, y- y'all going to sit here and say, well, it's only 170 fully, I mean, uh, total guarantee, but, the, but it's only four years. So I, I, I think, and, and and the annual salary too is very, very lucrative. Right. I like it. Um, what, what say you? Well, Rita, I mean, it, the numbers sound great. Like you said, it's, it's kind of that middle ground also in terms of uh, years, uh, for the Ravens who want a longer term deal, imagine probably a five year deal. And Lamar is probably looking towards something like a three year deal. This contract, in a sense, is a three year deal almost because uh, one of the keys that Joe Corey was telling me about uh, that he would add in this contract is he's kind of stealing a little bit from Dak Prescott in his deal, where he has a clause in there where, number one, he has a no trade clause. And number two, they can't put a franchise tag on him or the transition tag on him either. So Lamar would have the power to go right into the open market after his contract is up. So once you get into that fourth year, the Ravens are going to decide, have to decide, are they going to extend him or are they going to trade him? You know, because they run the risk of losing him for nothing. Um, And also a lot of that money will be paid you know, in the first couple of years of, of that contract as well, the way the way the uh, percentages will work out, he he would be uh, uh, get, I think, close to, a little over 60 percent of that deal within the first two years um, of, of his deal. So it would it would really be a bit. I think it's really the gray area. You know, it's really that middle ground between the two sides where Lamar you get the, uh, the shorter term contract you're looking for. You still hold the power because you're you, you can't be franchise tag uh, again. You can test the open market, um, and as the Ravens, a you don't give out that fully guaranteed deal, and b you keep your franchise player. So um, I think that's important. Um, it it forces both sides to kind of back up a little bit off of what they want but it's just enough to keep this marriage together um and and i i do ultimately still believe that both sides want each other when i was asking whether or not how important it is is it to lamar i'm simply asking like how how important is it on the on on his list of important things this all season i think 
money is number one. Uh, of course, as it should be. As it should be. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I think remaining in Baltimore is probably second. Maybe, uh, shoot, he. I think I, I, I think it's that Lamar's feelings have been a little hurt. I would imagine these contract negotiations have gone on pretty long now. This has been a couple of years. Um, he's going to – that was one of the other things I talked to Joe Corey about when he was on my show is just, you know, he him being a former agent, some of the things that uh, Lamar would hear – in these negotiations, especially with them going on as long as they have, it's not out of the, the human side. His feelings may be hurt. He may feel a little disrespected at times and him getting hurt the last two years hasn't helped. Um, you know, so I, I would imagine that they've had conversations that we could only wish that we could be a part of for sure. Um, but like I said, Hopefully he hasn't felt like he's all that he's really been disrespected by the organization, because if not, then I think remaining in Baltimore is probably second on his list. Um, so, yeah, you, you know, we'll see what happens. But I definitely like that the contract offer from Joe Corey, because, like I said, I, I think it really puts it right in the middle where both sides are still getting where what they want. Um, and neither side is necessarily feeling like the other got over on them. The Ravens may feel like Lamar's getting over a little bit, but that's the price you pay to keep the face of your franchise. You know, yeah. I, I think that's more than doable. So yeah, I agree. And I, I, I just really th hope that they can try to come up with some type of solution. It just feels like as every day that goes by, it just feels like right. one, it's, it's a, it's a less of a percentage, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then now that everybody, you know, that, 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 Lamar's camp is actually talking to the media. It, it you just got to wonder how this is going to go. But like I said at the beginning of this segment, money is the best equalizer to to fa fix all of these types of things. And if somebody gets compensated the way that they feel is fair, then peace can happen. So mm -hmm. you know you really hope that they can come and 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 get this done sooner rather than later and continue to you know drag this on as the season goes on.